0: This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM
1: 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time now for The Therapeutic Green Room with psychologist Simi Desore.
0: Welcome to The Therapeutic Green Room, the space in between where we can talk about concerns, worries, challenges, thoughts, and joys with me, Simi Desor. I'm a registered psychologist working here in Christchurch, New Zealand, and today I want to talk about the importance of intentional breathing. Intentional breathing is referred to as a whole host of things such as mindful breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, yogic breathing or pranayama, relaxation breathing, and so on. Breathing is as natural as blinking your eyes. We already breathe every moment of every day. So why the fuss with intentional breathing? You're probably thinking that it's a natural process, so why focus on it? There are a number of reasons that intentional breathing is so beneficial for our bodies for our brains, and also for the connection between our bodies and brains. Certain breathing techniques can improve our day-to-day living by working to reduce our stress, prevent insomnia, help regulate and control our emotions, provide improvement for our attention and focus, and can also help with pain management. So taking long, slow, deep breaths can calm the mind and body and enhance our well-being. Before we begin, I would like you to consider your breathing right now. Explore your breathing through the lens of awareness. Is your breathing quick or slow? Does it feel shallow or do you take long, deep breaths? Is your breath irregular Or is it rhythmical and flowing smoothly? Are there any sounds or emotions related to your breath? As you become aware of your breath, does focusing on it set off any feelings? Are you comfortable or uncomfortable thinking about your breathing? Some people focus only on breathing when there's an issue. Practicing intentional breathing every day can improve your overall health as well as help you access this calming response when you need it the most. For example, when you're challenged and or dysregulated. I learned this most when my children were little. When they were upset, overtired, hungry, or worried about something, they'd cry or get grumpy. I remember saying, Take a big, deep breath, and then we'll talk about it. I realized early on in the piece that asking them to take a big, deep breath when they were in a form of fight, flight, or and freeze, didn't work. Telling them to take a big, deep breath just didn't work for two reasons. Firstly, they were in autopilot, and in a part of their brain where they were not receptive to new instructions, and secondly. Because we hadn't been practicing the skill of breathing, they couldn't access it when they were in that part of their brain. So I taught them to breathe. I would play breathing and relaxation CDs in the car whenever we drove. As it went into their muscle memory and became more automatic for them, I could say, just take a deep breath when they were starting to get distressed. And they could, and this would help them calm down much sooner. So if we practice intentional breathing, slowing our breath down, breathing deeply and focusing on the rhythmical cadence of the breath, then we're able to access the same calming breathing when we're stressed and distressed. Intentional or mindful breathing is A wellness technique that you can practice anywhere and anytime without any special equipment or added cost. When we feel stressed or face unexpected or challenging situations, our blood pressure rises. Our muscles can become tense. Our thinking can become fuzzy. However, calm, deep breaths can lower our blood pressure, relax our bodies, and help us think more clearly. Intentional breathing involves voluntary breath control and refers to inhalation, retention, and exhalation of air. Every relaxation, calming, or meditation technique relies on breathing, so it becomes the lowest common denominator in all the approaches to calming the body and mind. Research into basic physiology and into the effects of applying breath control methods lends credence to the value of monitoring and regulating our inhalations and exhalations. Even a rudimentary understanding of physiology as outlined by Christophe André helps to explain why controlled breathing can induce relaxation. We know that emotions affect the body. When you're happy, for instance, the corners of your mouth turn up automatically and the edges of your eyes crinkle in a characteristic expression. Similarly, when you're feeling calm and safe at rest or engaged in a pleasant social exchange, your breathing slows and deepens. You're under the influence of the parasympathetic nervous system, which produces a relaxing effect. Conversely, when you're feeling frightened, in pain, or tense and uncomfortable, your breathing speeds up and becomes shallower. Sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for the body's various reactions to stress, is now activated. Less well known is that the effects also occur in the opposite direction. The state of the body affects emotions. Studies show that when your face smiles, your brain reacts in kind. You experience more pleasant emotions. Breathing, in particular, has a special power over the mind. Why? What has my own experience taught me and what does the research have to say about breathing? I remember doing some biofeedback work on myself in Canada and being able to observe on screen how breath control, intentional inhalation, retention and exhalation of my breath could be seen to make a difference in shifting my temperature and decreasing my racing heartbeat to the point where my heartbeat became better regulated. Not only could I see the physiological changes but I could also feel the emotional calm that accompanied breath control. There's work that suggests that the emotional impact of the breathing done in cardiac coherence And various other kinds of exercises stems not only from the effects on the periphery, on the parasympathetic nervous system, but also from the effects on the central nervous system. Breathing may well act directly on the brain itself. In 2017, for instance, Mark Krenznow. Of Sanford University and his colleagues showed in mice that a group of neurons that regulates respiratory rhythms controls some of the activity of the locus coeruleus, a region involved in attention, wakefulness, and anxiety. Breathing techniques may influence this seed of emotions by modulating the activity of the pre-Botzinger complex. Beyond any direct effects produced by slowed breathing, the attention given to inhaling and exhaling may play a role in the brain's response. In 2016, Anselm Dahl and his colleagues, all then at the Technical University of Munich, showed that this attentional focus eases stress and negative emotions, in particular by activating the dorsomedial prefrontal cortex, a regulatory area in the brain, and by reducing activity in the amygdala, which is also involved in these emotions. In addition, paying attention to breathing causes most people to slow it down and to deepen it, which is soothing. Cognitive resources are limited, and so when individuals concentrate on breathing, They're not thinking about their worries. Those who practice mindfulness learn to notice when their attention drifts away from breathing and goes back to their concerns, when they train themselves to return periodically to their breathing. This refocusing has a soothing effect on most people and helps to combat ruminative thinking in people who have anxiety or depression especially those who are particularly prone to negative thoughts that run in a never-ending negative loop. There is a lot of information out there about breathing, but it cannot all be discussed in a short show such as this one. Suffice it to say that the main effects of slow breathing techniques cover autonomic and central nervous system activities as well as the psychological status. So let's look at some tips on the how-to of breathing and begin with some thoughts on it and some exercises so that intentional breathing can be adapted into our daily lives. If we can practice intentional breathing daily, then it can be applied more effectively when we're stressed, worried, distressed, sleepless, or experiencing pain and discomfort. In short, for both emotional, psychological, and physiological challenges. I recommend breathing intentionally or mindfully regularly during each day. This can be done during breaks or at moments of transition between two activities. You simply stop to adjust your posture and allow yourself a few minutes of quiet breathing. I suggest the 365 method. The 3 in 365 stands for breathing at least three times a day, the 6 stands for breathing. at a rhythm of six cycles per minute. So about four or five long, slow inhalations, retention, and then exhalations. The five stands for doing it for five minutes, if you can. And 365 together is about doing it every day of the year because some studies even suggest that in addition to providing immediate relief, Regular breathing exercises can make people less vulnerable to stress and distress by permanently modifying brain circuits and shifting psychological and physical responses. If one way of breathing doesn't work for you, then please keep trying for a way of breathing with awareness that might work for you. It's a worthwhile practice. Now, onto the nitty gritty. Firstly, posture. This is important for breathing. Hold yourself straight without being stiff. Shoulders back, sitting or standing. This posture opens up your body to facilitate the free play of the respiratory muscles of the diaphragm and between the ribs. Good posture enables your body to breathe appropriately. Secondly, observe. Simply observe your respiratory movements. Be aware of each inhalation, retention, and exhalation. Focus on the sensations you feel as air passes through your nose and throat or onto the movements of your chest and belly. When you feel your thoughts drift, which is natural, redirect your attention back to your breath. Thirdly, think abdominal breathing. Breathe through your tummy as much as possible. Start by inflating your belly by inhaling and if it fills with air, hold that breath. Then swell your chest as you exhale. First empty your stomach, then your chest. This type of breathing is easier to observe and test while lying down with one hand on your stomach. You can also imagine blowing a feather when you exhale. Fourthly, think about the rhythm of your breathing. Near the end of each inhalation, pause briefly while mentally counting to three and holding the air before exhaling. This counting while not breathing can also be done after exhaling or between each inhalation or exhalation. It is often recommended for anxious patients to calm anxiety attacks because it induces a beneficial slowing of the breathing rate. Lastly, when you're breathing, hold on to reassuring thoughts with each breath. Think soothing thoughts. I'm inhaling calm and taking care of me, for example. With each exhalation, imagine you're expelling your fears and worries with thoughts like, I'm exhaling and as I breathe out, I'm connecting with the outside world. I often encourage the people I work with to think about the in-breath as wellness flowing into you and the out-breath as wellness flowing out of you and connecting with those around you. I tend to feel that breathing can be a personal practice because it's your own breath and well-being. It can be an interpersonal practice because it can be done with someone else if you're struggling or as part of a group, sharing breath work. Lastly, if you feel heightened at the thought of breathing on your own, try embedding it in something, like reading a book, listening to music, dancing, creating art, or in a sports activity. If, for example, you're playing a hockey game and you have a minute, take the time to observe your breathing and challenge yourself to see if you can regulate it, the same if you're doing any of the other activities that I've mentioned, so let's try it now. Remember to take a long, deep breath in, hold it for a moment, and then breathe out with an ah as you exhale it as if you're releasing your breath in a long sigh.
1: We'll do five breaths. So here we go in, two, three. Four hold out two three four in two three four hold out two three four in two three four hold Out, two, three, four. Breath in, two, three, four. Hold, and breath out, two, three, four. Last one. Breath in, two, three, four. Hold, and breath out two, three, four. And it's that simple. Three
0: times a day, every day. I invite you to try becoming aware of your breath work this week and begin or continue working on developing intentional breathing as part of your self-care towards developing your well-being. We need to be kind to ourselves and each other. Because in kindness and through compassion, we will find our individual and collective strength. Thank you for connecting with me today. Be well, and I hope you go well.